What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Block Talk, a podcast by Ravens fans for Ravens fans. I'm Logan. I run the Instagram account at everything underscore Ravens. I'm joined by my co-host, Michael. Everybody take a long, deep breath in. Inhale, exhale. We did it. We got one under our belt. The AFC Championship game is coming to Baltimore. That was awesome. Yes, sir. So we are recording this at approximately 8, 10 p.m. Eastern time. So about 5, 10 minutes before this Packers 49ers game kicks off. But yeah, as you said, we are hosting the AFC Championship game. For the first time ever, the AFC title game is coming to the bank. And it's going to be rocking at the bank. And it was rocking at the bank tonight. We were just talking about it. The bank might have been the best player in this game for the Ravens. The bank was the MVP, dude. The crowd noise was early. It was often. It was flustering the Texans. You saw them have trouble with their snap counts, have trouble with false starts, have trouble with delay of games. It was awesome. Like the crowd noise, the energy in that place, absolutely insane. It was so fun to watch, and it it really did make a difference in the game. Shout out to you if you were there. Thank you to to all the Ravens fans in the area that were there. I wish I was there. It, it looked like a blast at the bank. It was a party at the bank tonight. Oh, yeah. So right out of the gate, you saw the energy. The Texans went three and out immediately. That second drive, you saw two false starts. So like you said, just unmatched energy tonight. We, we've given a lot of praise to C.J. Stroud um, the last two weeks, and he did make some some good plays in this game. He He – he proved what he can do. I still think he's an amazing young quarterback. But he was not his typical poised self. The offense was was rattled. He was he was a bit rattled. It was the bank made a huge difference. I heard some great oh 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 oh. There's nothing like hearing that at a Ravens game. Oh yeah, Seven Nation Army baby. That is tradition. And shout out to a great O on the national anthem. Any Orioles fans. I'm sure I'm sure you guys all are. Hell yeah. So right out of the gate, uh, obviously the first half wasn't fantastic. The Ravens did look kind of sluggish, but I think the second half you saw a night and day difference. In my opinion, in the first half, what really threw the Ravens off guard offensively was the Texans just blitzed. They held a lot more than what they did all season. And I don't think the Ravens were really expecting that. They they were kind of having trouble with those blitz, with those stunts, stunts that D'Amico Ryans was sending. But you saw in the second half, they kind of settled in, started picking those up a lot more, and you saw how much of a difference it completely made. It didn't at the at the very beginning of the game. It, it didn't look like they were ready for that. The offensive line was not doing a great job picking it up, and Lamar was holding the ball for far too long in that first half. There was a lot of plays where he should have just take a quick hitter that they gave him or he should have just thrown it away or or tucked it and ran. There there was a lot of plays where it just took forever. He was holding the ball for so long, and I was like, we got to do something. He he needs to play looser, just be himself, be the Lamar Jackson that we all know and love. And in the second half, he came out and did that. Oh, yeah, so that first half, you could tell that the nerves were kind of getting to him. But at halftime, someone definitely got into his ear and was just like, hey, man, be Lamar Jackson. Do what makes you great. And I think what – you really saw that with his rushing performance tonight. Like when the defense was giving him rushing looks, he took them. And 
he had over 100 yards rushing. So it was vintage Lamar Jackson. And I think Todd Monken was kind of saving his legs for this playoff game. Yeah, I mean, come on, man. Todd Monken is doing a fucking incredible job. He is a hell of a coach. I think he has completely flipped the offense. He's totally opened it up. I think in the first half, I think they were a bit conservative, and I think the whole offense was timid. Lamar might have been a little nervous, like you said. The play calling seemed timid and conservative. In the second half, I thought the play calling was almost flawless. Oh, yeah, the play calling was fantastic. I mean, Todd, you saw in the first half, the Ravens were running in the lot, and like you said, really conservative. But one thing I will give them credit for is the Ravens did not go away from that run game. Like, that's really what this team's bread and butter was. And you saw Greg Roman in some of those playoff games in the past. He would go away from that run game, what made the Ravens great. But you saw Todd, he just stuck to his guns, and he was like, we're just going to continue running it down your throat. And you saw in that fourth quarter, Texans defense in the cold trying to defend that Ravens run game all game. They were exhausted. And you saw the Ravens offense really have no issues against that Texans defense. That Texans run defense is fantastic, too. But the Ravens had – I'm pretty sure the Ravens today had more total rushing yards than what the Texans had offensive yards, period. It it was really just a master class, typical Ravens performance. I don't know what the final rushing yards um, ended up being, but I remember early in the fourth quarter they they flashed a stat, and the rushing yards were the Ravens had just over 200 and the Texans had 31. Like you said, we that running game wore down the Texans in that cold weather. By the end of the game, we were pushing them around completely. We wore them down. And I think that's awesome about Todd Munkin, that he he the going got tough, and he did not stray from his game, game plan. He stuck to his game plan and just, we're going to keep grinding this way. We're going to keep picking. And it worked. I mean, it, it was awesome to see. I loved some of those designed uh, quarterback runs for Lamar. I love on the uh, on the fourth down play. In the third quarter, I think it was. Oh, yeah, where where the Texans kind of, like, crashed down in the middle, thinking that Gus was going to get the ball right down the middle, running behind Ricard. But then Todd was like, nope, we're just going to have Lamar roll out to the left. Pulled Ronnie Stanley out. The Texans clearly did not expect that. They were expecting it to just go right down the middle. I I just think things like that from Todd Monken really made a difference in this game. I love that play so much. And then we ran it again in the fourth quarter. Maybe not the exact same play, but we did that kind of thing um, again for the touchdown. Oh, yeah, where they rolled Lamar out. The Texans were kind of more prepared for that play that time. And then they just had likely sneak behind the defense, and it was just a picture-perfect touchdown catch. Yeah, that was that was an awesome play. Over too. over Derek Stingley, too, is a fantastic corner. Great so. corner. Derek Stingley is is a great corner. All the running backs were getting involved, including Dalvin Cook. Dalvin yeah. Cook had some juice. Yeah, he, he had a really nice run. That first carry he had was 19 yards, I think. He really did show that he still has some of that speed that That's he's been known for. So I think next week we're going to continue to see uh, Dalvin Cook a little bit more. But one running back I would like to give a big shout-out to tonight, Justice Hill. Hell yeah. He looked really good. I mean, his vision was fantastic. He was reading the field well, and he averaged like five yards a pop tonight. So just an all-around great performance from him. Yeah, Melvin Gordon would have fumbled on those Dalvin Cook carries too. (laughs) Oh, yeah. But I think those – 
our running backs uh, definitely showed up tonight in a huge way. I love that little three-headed monster. Gus Bus, uh, Justice Hill, and, and now Dalvin Cook. I thought it looked amazing. And shout-out to the O-line in the second half. They, they were blocking down. Like we said, we, they wore down the Texans defense. They were pushing them around. I think that's just what the Ravens want to do. They, that's the Ravens' M.O., how it's been ever since this franchise became a thing. Like, mm -hmm. yeah, we're a bit more exciting offensively now with Lamar Jackson at the helm, but the M.O. is still to play dominant defense and to dominate on the run game and completely kick your ass up front, and that's exactly what they did tonight. Yeah, you said it uh, on your Instagram post. That was a Ravens game to a T, pounding the rock, dominating at the line of scrimmage on offense, and playing absolutely dominating defense. And, man – that defense was amazing today. Oh, yeah, that Texans offense, you know, they've gotten a lot of hype mm -hmm. uh, this week. C.J. Stroud might be the best rookie quarterback we've ever seen. The Ravens held them to three points offensively because the Texans' lone touchdown was on a punt return. It was a fluke. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, it's like three points. That, that is That's awesome. I mean, fantastic. a Texans team that, granted, I guess they did have a few defensive touchdowns last week, but how many points did they hang last week? 45? Yeah. 42? They were in the 40s. Yeah. Against a great Browns defense. Yeah. I mean, two of them came off a of pick six. But. Yeah. But still, that I mean, that was such an impressive performance by the defense. I'm going to... I'm probably gonna miss Mike McDonald next year when he's when he's off being well, a head coach. Well, Maybe knock on wood. Knock, knock on wood. wood. Let's hope he's still here next year. But just amazing by the defense. Roquan Smith all over the field, stopping the run. The, the Texans couldn't get anything going on the ground, and we were just talking about Roquan Smith is such a Raven. Oh yeah, he is a Raven. Just, just. Totally, the Ravens franchise encapsulated. Oh, he's Roquan Smith. He's the heart and soul of that defense for sure. And I thought uh, two other guys I would like to talk about that played really well tonight: Jadavian Clowney and Kyle oh, yeah. Van I thought they did a fantastic job containing the run off the edge. They got some nice pressures in that game. Clowney was on fire that first half. Uh -huh. I just think that really carried on the rest of the game. It felt like it felt like. The Texans never – well, they never did break any big-time running plays. Maybe – I think there was one Singletary run in the in the third or fourth quarter where he maybe got, like, 12 yards up the middle. But but overall, they really couldn't get anything going on the ground, like we talked about with the huge disparity in rushing yards. And it felt like every single time C.J. Stroud dropped back to pass, we were all up on him. We, were, we talked about this uh, before the game, that the Ravens needed to bring the heat on him, make him uncomfortable – get guys in his face, and they did exactly that. We had talked about before that Clowney and Kyle Van Noy were a little bit under-the-radar pickups. People said they were washed. Hell no, they're not washed. They're making plays and have been amazing pickups if, for the Ravens. If you really think about it, those two might be two of the just best bargain bin oh, yeah. late off-season free agent signings in Ravens history. I mean, what they have done this season is incredible, and they were incredible today. And it was just a blast to watch. No, I mean, what what amazing pickups, what humongous difference makers they have been. It's It's been so great to watch them. And the secondary held up well, uh, being Marlon Humphreyless. Oh, I thought they played really well against Nico Collins. He mm -hmm. really didn't let him get going. And that's really the only guy, like, Texans 
have weapon wise that really Schultz. strikes fear. I mean, Schultz is all right. He's kind of just an average tight end. Yeah. It's nothing fantastic, but yeah, Nico Collins, fantastic receiver. Ravens held him to 68 yards receiving, which is fantastic because he's really just been on a tear yeah. during this like run the Texans have had. And defensively, it felt like the Texans never were, maybe outside of a few plays, it felt like the Texans never really dropped back and just completed like a normal pass. Oh, they, All could, of their, they couldn't get in rhythm. They had they had some, CJ Stroud made some great plays just being the, I'll say it, elite quarterback and playmaker that he is, where he would scramble around and, and find Singletary or Schultz. But in, in straight up, just uh, player against player, normal offensive run plays they couldn't do anything we were getting pressure on them everybody was covered darby made a few nice plays in the secondary it was good seeing him out there planking plays it was an amazing defensive performance oh yeah and that's one thing cj has done all year kind of the texans have been in a lot of those third and long situations cj was constantly just superman making plays and i think the ravens one of their main goals defensively was kind of to take that away from him and you saw the dividends it paid oh yeah by by a mile and yeah shout out and likely i keep thinking about that isaiah likely touchdown that was so he mossed him i just saw uh on twitter that was they ran that exact same play i think just one other time before it was against the saints last year on monday night that rollout likely slips out and likely moss i'm sorry i'm going back to the offense we were on we were on a defensive uh, uh, talk, but I, I cannot get that likely play out of my head. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that was a fantastic play. I was kind of disappointed they didn't get him involved a bit more in that first half. But I think that second, because, I mean, I took I took likely over 37 and a half <laughs> receiving yards tonight. He had 34, and that was the only, I had like a four-leg parlay. I had Justice Hill over one and a half receptions, which hit. Texans team total under 16 and a half, which hit. CJ Stroud under 21 and a half pass completions, which hit. And then my final leg that needed to hit, Isaiah Likely, 37 and a half receiving yards. He had 34. Oh, my God. (laughs) So that's kind of disappointing. Could have won 130 bucks off of that tonight. but. Overall, yeah, fantastic performance from Isaiah Likely. It was it was dominating on both sides. I mean, on defense, we stifled any sort of rhythm. The Texans couldn't get into any sort of rhythm rhythm on offense. And especially in the second half, it felt like the Ravens, every drive the Ravens had in the second half, the Texans were so on their toes. Munkin was keeping them guessing on some of those third down plays be a little motion out. I, I'm just thinking of the one, the Justice Hill's Justice Hill play on a third and two where they split him out wide, motioned him in, and then he went back on that out route, and he was wide open. It, it was an easy play. Munkin, Todd Munkin is, has been a godsend for the Ravens and Lamar Jackson. I think that's one thing Todd Munkin does a lot better than what Greg Roman did is really getting the running backs involved in the mm-hmm. passing game. He loved doing that at Georgia with uh, Kenny McIntosh all the time. You see him do it now with Justice Hill. And I really do think Justice Hill can be a true X factor in this playoff run for the Ravens. I think he is extremely underrated. And I think he is a really good fit for 
what Todd Monken loves to do with running backs. I agree. No, no disrespect or hate, but who needs J.K. Dobbins? I mean, I mean, with with Justice Hill and Gus Bus Edwards and now a little Dalvin Cook action, I feel great about this Ravens running back room. I mean, they're getting the job done. They were running so hard tonight. And I love, you're right, I love seeing him get involved in the passing game. Munkin does an awesome job of that. So, yeah, so overall, I think the name of the game tonight was the adjustments. As I alluded to earlier, you saw the Ravens kind of struggle with those stunts in the first half. And then in the second half, they were basically non-existent. The Ravens really picked up on that. And after that, like the Texans were screwed. They had no other answer for the Ravens. Yeah, the, the 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 two biggest things in this game for me were the defense getting constant pressure and stifling any attempt of the Texans having a running game, and Todd Munkin's second half adjustments and the Ravens' offense and Lamar Jackson getting into a perfect rhythm. The first two drives of the second half were absolutely textbook. They were they were beautiful to watch. We marched down the field, and once we got those two touchdowns, I knew our defense wasn't budging. Oh, and yeah. I felt great. It, it was basically over at that point. Like, the Texans, young team, not used to the cold weather, and the Ravens just marching down that easily. Like, that physically and mentally broke Houston. Totally. Totally. And I think that was the name of the game. The Ravens, playing Ravens football, they're going to punch you in the mouth, and you ain't going to have any answer. All damn night. They, they stuck to it, punched them in the mouth all night. Pushed him around, wore him down, and I love to see that. At the end of the first half and halftime, I was anxious. Oh, I was I, nervous. Oh, yeah, I didn't feel good at all. I was just like, oh, shit. The Ravens are kind of letting Houston hang around here. But that second half, like, shout out to our coaching staff. That That's was, what I was going to say. That I, was excellent. We, you know, I was like, oh, my God. I've seen this story before. I know exactly how this is going to go we've let an inferior team hang around think that they have a chance and the ravens and the ravens are going to rave in this because the Ra- the only team that could have beaten the ravens in that game was the ravens yes and it, it's a testament to the coaching staff and the whole institutional structure organization wise of the ravens that they probably got in that locker room you said someone probably got in lamar's ear and said be lamar jackson play loose. We're not going to, we're going to come out in this second half, not playing any more games. We're going to stick to our game plan and go hard. Yeah. Like I said, that, that was the name of the game. The Ravens just stuck to being the Ravens the entire way, stayed the course and it ended up paying dividends. So we await now for who we will play in the AFC championship in the bank next mm-hmm. week. Who do you think it will be, Josh Allen or Patrick Mahomes, I, coming to Baltimore next week? God, I, I cannot wait to watch that game, first of all. I, It'll be a really fun game. A Mahomes-Allen duel, you know, sign me up every single time. I'm going to – I don't feel great about picking a side in this game because I really think it could go either way. I, I think that it's, it's going to be the Chiefs just because the Bills are so sporadic – you know, who knows what the Bills are going to do. The Bills could come out and play awesome. The Bills could come out and suck. So, despite it being Mahomes' first road playoff game, I think it's going to be the Chiefs coming to the bank. 
Oh, yeah, but you already know Bill's Mafia is going to be crazy. Oh, it is going to be. It'll be up there with how the bank was today. Oh, yeah. So that's going to be a really fun game tomorrow. But, yeah, I agree. I do think it'll be the Chiefs coming to the bank. I just think at the end of the day, Patrick Mahomes will make a difference. Patrick Mahomes always shows up in these playoff games. And, yeah, and I think he'll be the biggest difference maker in that one. I think Josh Allen's a fantastic quarterback. But I think Pat Pat will – ultimately be the difference we both think it will be the chiefs would you rather it be the chiefs or would you rather play the bills um i mean honestly i'd rather play the chiefs i think it'd be fun like just it would be the first ever playoff game between mahomes and lamar it would be at the bank that place would be absolutely rocking like i i just think that'd be a really fun game and i know the chiefs do turn it up come playoff time, but I do think the Ravens are equipped to beat the Chiefs. Like, I think if the Ravens were to beat the Chiefs in the playoffs ever, this 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 would be the year for it. I agree. I do think we have the perfect Travis Kelsey eraser and Kyle Hamilton. That's true. Well. That is true. And, yeah, if there is a time for the Ravens to finally get over the hump, beat the Chiefs, and go to Las Vegas for the Super Bowl. It is this year. It just, everything is, is, all the cylinders are clicking. The Ravens are peaking at the right time. It feels right, knock on wood. Yeah, knock on wood, but hey. But it feels right and it feels good. Fantastic one tonight. That felt so good. Kind of gets the monkey off the back because the Ravens, obviously, some fans still had a sour taste in in their mouth from, 2019 when Tennessee obviously came in beat us at the one as the one seed tonight similar situation play the younger team that really had nothing to lose but the Ravens responded they didn't let that game they didn't let themselves beat them yeah exactly the Raven the Ravens did not let the Ravens beat them which is crucial crucial so yeah that game was such a relief I can't wait for next weekend the Banks the first ever AFC championship game at the bank. What a sight that's going to be. It's going to be awesome. It, it felt, you're right, we got the monkey off our back. Lamar got one. He had one, but getting this one under his belt. This one felt good. This felt it, real this good. This really felt good. This felt like he's finally, he's got it. We've known that that he is him, but, you know, he's felt good to get this one and i even made a post saying like i think this is the year that lamar jackson's about to completely change the narrative of himself in the playoffs played really well tonight and we'll see how it goes he's gonna win his second mvp already which is i mean absolutely incredible oh yeah so i think that's going to do it for this episode do you have any final words i think we touched on all of it dominating performance from the defense Todd Munkin, amazing adjustments in the second half. Lamar playing more loose was awesome to see. And shout out to all the uh, stars that were in the building. Jacoby Jones, Ray Lewis, Kyle Ripken Jr. I saw there in a Ravens jacket. Uh, and Jim Harbaugh. It's the year of the Harbaughs. Carmel Anthony Carmel was Anthony awesome was there. there too. Peyton Manning was Peyton there Man- as well. Everyone was there yeah. <laughs> tonight. I mean, everyone wanted to see the show, the beautiful show that is the Lamar Jackson show in the Baltimore Ravens. And yeah, I cannot wait till next week. It was great to see. And yeah, bring feed me the Chiefs or the Bills. I don't care. Bring yeah, them on. Mahomes, Allen, whoever, bring them to the bank. We're ready. 
Yeah. The AFC runs through Baltimore. Yes, fucking sir. So, yeah, I'd like to thank you all for tuning in. If you could, could you leave us a good review on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, whatever you listen to this on. And, yeah, let's go Ravens. Hell, yeah.